This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Captain King Show. Welcome, beloved listeners, to yet another episode of Captain Game Show. People have been asking me how long I intend to keep doing this show, and I always tell them the same thing, until my neighbor figures out that I've been using his Wi-Fi. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Mark. Love you, man. Not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) I'm your host, John Irons. Let's meet tonight's guests. Chris DeFilippis. Hello. Thomas Payton. Hello. Virginia Pickle. Hello. Hello to all of you as well. Uh, Tonight is going to be a standard game of Captain Game Show, meaning there'll be three rounds of trivia and wordplay and one round of intermission improv. I apologize for my my voice. I have a little bit of a cold. Three rounds of trivia and wordplay, one round of intermission improv. Uh, I will explain the rules to each round as we go. And they'll typically either be buzz in, meaning um, I'll just ask the question. And if you think you know it, they'll say their name to to, uh, try to answer. Or it'll be assigned, meaning I'll direct the question to a particular person. And usually, but not always, if someone gets it wrong, I'll give the other players a chance to answer. Um, I feel good about it, which right. may be bad for you guys, but it... <laughs> you keep feeling good about it. Yeah, I'll feel good about it until I feel bad about it. That's my motto. Round one. Round one. Scrabble grabs. Fight. This round is based on one of my favorite games, Scrabble. And just like in that beloved board game, I'll give you seven letters. Uh, I'll give you all the same seven letters, so it is a little bit different. Every answer in this round will be a word that you can spell using those letters. You will not use every letter every time, and you will only use each letter once per answer. I will give you the clue and the part of speech. You give me the answer and spell the word. These are going to be assigned. Um... So have pen and paper ready. Your letters are as follows. M as in Magneto. G as in Gomorra. A as in Angel. L as in Legion. S as in Silver Surfer. U as in, oh shit. Uh, Ultron. Oh, wait. Wouldn't that be an O? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there in like the Undying one? Isn't that a? Am I thinking of the other thing? All right, we'll go Ultron. <laughs> 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 Point to Thomas. And R, as in 
ravages. How about that? M G A L S U R. All right. Um, Thomas, let's start with you for this one. All right. Noun. A sweet crystalline substance made from sucrose, also a term of endearment. Sugar. S-U-G-A-R. Yeah. Virginia. Yes. Verb slash noun. To shut violently or press with force. Or an event involving competitive poetry. A slam. S-L-A-M. Yes. Chris. Plural noun. The metallic nut used to hold a car tire in place. Lugs. L-U-G-S. Yeah. Thomas. Noun. Yeah. A handled cup used to hold hot liquids or a photo of someone's face. Mug. M-U-G. Yeah. Virginia. Yes. Plural noun. A metric unit of mass or what one might call their mother's mother. Grams. G-R-A-M-S. Yes. Incidentally, that is what I call my mother's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Noun. An elongated piece of metal or a tough-skinned mollusk. Um. How am I not getting this? Um. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change that clue. I'm gonna alter it slightly. Uh, I'm just gonna say a piece of metal or a tough skinned mollusk. Um, I'm usually so good at this freaking game. Um, I guess not. <laughs> uh, a piece of metal. Uh, um. All right. Open the still. Open the still. Thomas? Say Thomas? Yep. Okay. Uh, slug? S L U G? Yes. Oh my God. How did I not get slug? <laughs> All right, Thomas, this is yours. Right. Plural noun. Multiple large wall paintings. Uh, mural. M U R A L S. Mural. <laughs> yeah. Plural murals, correct. Uh, Virginia. Yes. Sad or adjective. Sad or depressed. Um. Sad or depressed? Yes. Oh, glum. G-L-U-M. Yes. And Chris, last one to you. Plural noun. 
disposable or tattered pieces of fabric? Rags, R-A-G-S. Yeah. You gave me the S, so that's probably why I pulled it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you're welcome. I'm going to move right into round two. Round two. One of my favorite rounds. Um, I don't do it that often because it takes kind of a while to come up with them. So I hope you enjoy science versus fiction. Fight! (laughs) If you've ever been watching the sci-fi channel and thought, who wrote this crap? (laughs) Well, in this round, the answer might be me. In this game, I'll give you the name and a brief synopsis of a sci-fi channel original film, and you tell me if it's real or if it's one that I just made up. These questions will be assigned, but the other two players can wager a point on whether they think the movie is is real or not. If the question is assigned to you, the normal rules apply, and you don't, there's no consequence if you get it wrong. If it is not your question and you decide to wager a point, you will lose a point if you get it wrong. Hmm. Uh, Betting is always optional, though. Yeah, yeah. Betting's always optional. Um, but of course, my my fickle whim <laughs> can change any rule at any time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we started with Thomas on the first one. So we'll start with Virginia. Okay. <clears throat> Cyborgs versus zombies. After the onset of the zombie apocalypse, a new kind of soldier was created one with enhanced senses, strength, and speed to help battle the living dead. This team is only sent into the hottest of situations, and they've just been assigned to retrieve a team of scientists from a remote location in the mountains who have found the cure for the zombie plague. The team must bring them back safely to the city where the miracle drug can be mass-produced. Real or not real? Here's the thing, like, it's not... (laughs) Sounds really interesting, which makes me think that you came up with it instead of the sci-fi channel, because all they come up with is crap. But I <laughs> want it to be real. So I'm going to say it's real. You're going to say it's real. Okay. Chris, do you want to bet? Yeah, I'm going to bet that it's not real. Okay. Thomas, do you want to bet? I'll bet that it's not real, too. All right. It's not real. Ah. Man. Go with your gut. Dang it. <laughs> Does sound too good. We'll see. We'll see if your theory uh, holds <laughs> as we go through the rest of this game. Uh, Chris. <laughs> Dragon wasps. <laughs> uh, an insect scientist. Wait, there's a word for that. What's an insect scientist? No. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm picturing a giant, like, ant <laughs> in a lab coat with, like, a Bunsen burner. I should have looked this up. The, the, the scientist who studies insects. What is that called? Is that, entomologist? Um, yes, an entomologist. En- entomologist, yes. All right. Let's use the big word. <laughs> <laughs> 
An entomologist searching for her missing father in the jungles of Belize recruits a small squad of U.S. soldiers to help track him down. Along the way, however, they encounter guerrilla warriors. That's guerrilla with a U, not like monkeys. <laughs> guerrilla warriors. <laughs> and a swarm of giant fire-breathing wasps. Oh, God. I really want that to be real. I'm going to go the Virginia route because I just want it to be real. I'm going <laughs> to will it into existence. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thomas, do you want to bet? Uh, I'm not going to bet on this one. Okay. Virginia, do you want to bet? With a name like Dragon Wasp, it has to be real. <laughs> uh, interesting technique. Uh, it is real. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Thomas. Yep. Three-headed shark. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Three-headed shark attack. <laughs> My mistake. Oh, and they call it different. Yes. Three-headed shark attack. This is the sequel to the film Two-headed shark attack. <laughs> <laughs> A ship full of unlucky passengers is attacked by a mutated three-headed great white shark. The shark eats its way from one end of the ship to the next, and the passengers have to fight the deadly predator using any tools and weapons they can find. I'm saying that's real. It is real? Yes. Okay. Virginia? I agree it is real. Chris? That is not real. It is real. That cannot be real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid so. <clears throat> Sci-fi will make any movie with the word shark in the title. It's like it's <laughs> automatically greenlit. Funny you should say that. Virginia. Oh, God. Am I about to eat my words? Six-headed shark attack. <laughs> The sequel to the film Three-Headed Shark Attack. Wait, what about four and five? The multi-headed killing machine <laughs> terrorizes the inhabitants of a remote island. And by inhabitants, <laughs> I mean tourists participating in a marriage boot camp that's happening on the beach. Oh my lord. The humans once again have minimal weapons to fight with and quickly discover that being on dry land doesn't mean they're safe. What? That's <laughs> like Land Shark. Is this an SNL skit? <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna stay on brand and say it's real. Okay, Chris, you want to bet? That cannot be real. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, I'm gonna bet that's real. It is real. Come on! <laughs> and yes, they did make four and five. Oh my god, did they really? These are all real movies. Correct. <laughs> Add another head. The whole new movie. Yeah. Oh god. <clears throat> Chris. Uh-huh. <laughs> Blood monkey. Oh That's what I feel like as a contestant on this show. <laughs> a renowned but insane professor leads a small group of American students into the jungles of Thailand. 
He wants to investigate a remote tribe of, ch of chimpanzees that he believes may be the missing link. While they may, in fact, be the missing link, they are also huge, bloodthirsty, killer chimpanzee gorilla creatures with large fangs who spend the whole movie hunting and killing everyone. Ah, yeah, I, I'm just going to go with the law of averages. I've said it's not real twice and I was wrong, so I'm going to go it's not real for a third time, <laughs> hoping <laughs> that, you know, uh, percentages are on my side. All right. Again, interesting theory. Thomas. I'm going to bet that's not real. I bet that's not real. Okay. Virginia. Um, not real. Okay. Blood monkey is real. What do these air? Like, who watches them? I didn't say anybody watched them. <laughs> I just said the Sci-Fi Channel put it out there. <laughs> Blood monkey. All right, uh, Thomas. Yep. <clears throat> Alien brainstorm. <laughs> Benevolent aliens have reached out to offer help to the people of Earth. Their greatest gift is the neurocell, a beam of light that enhances human intelligence, allowing us to solve many of our world's problems. Turns out, however, the beam also has a mild hypnotic effect, and the aliens who feed on brain waves are essentially fattening up the human race to be consumed. It's up to a handful of people whose DNA make them immune to the beam to use their below average intelligence to stop the aliens and save the world. <laughs> That sounds like a good setup. Um, I don't think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Virginia. I, I agree it's not real. Chris? Yeah, I, I'm going to say that um, although the plot seems to hinge on stupidity, it's <laughs> way, way too clever for a sci-fi original <laughs> plot. So <laughs> I'm going not real. Uh, it is not real. Yes. <laughs> I'm only now down to negative 17. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I have a bonus. I have a bonus film. Um, and I'll make this uh, buzz in. If you are the first one to buzz in, um, then it'll, then the standard no point taken away rule applies to you. If you bet after that, the standard betting rules apply. Stonados. Tornadoes off the coast of Massachusetts begin to form and toss rocks onto the shore. <laughs> the frequency of the tornadoes and the size of the rocks increases until no one is safe and the ocean is effectively throwing giant bombs because the rocks explode due to pressure and their chemical composition, more and more inland. Chris, we hope. <laughs> it's just not real. The only you know? hope is if a cop, a science teacher, and a weatherman can explode <laughs> Wait, upon the atmosphere to raise the temperature and break the destructive pattern. Uh, Chris, you effectively buzzed in. You said not real. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I thought that we had to buzz in before you were done to, to claim the points. No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, Thomas, do you want to bet? I'll bet that's real. <laughs> All right, Virginia, do you want to bet? 
Sci-fi also green lights anything having to do with the tornado, so I'm going to say real, too. <laughs> That's a solid math, because it's real. Oh, I suck at this game. <laughs> <laughs> See, Chris, you got to find the sweet spot between uh, bad, bad, and good, bad. <laughs> Anything that's good, bad. You, you're, you're too good of a writer to, to see the distinction. <laughs> you gotta now get I'm afraid I've given away stuff. my game, and John's going to start coming up with not real ones that have sharks in the title. And tornadoes. And tornadoes. <laughs> I think I've done that. Not on this episode. All right. That was fun. And we're only two rounds in. Let's whip out an oldie but a goodie for intermission improv. Tonight you'll be playing Mistakes on Purpose. Test your might. I haven't done this game on the show in a while, but there's really no point in me threatening things repeatedly if I don't follow through every once in a while. Um, I was actually inspired by Twitter, since as Virginia uh, called my attention to effectively this game being played. Um but there is called incorrect corrections. It goes like this. Uh, I will pick a common thing and I'll ask you um, what it is. I'll pick someone and I'll ask them what it is. Uh, that person will define something similar to the thing that I ask, but be wrong. Uh, the next person will, will then correct the first person, but also be wrong. So on and so forth. For example, uh, if I ask Chris, hey, Chris, what's a leaf? Uh, Chris says, oh, you know, a leaf is that thing that's like a sponge that people use in the shower. I would say, no, no, I think you mean a loofah. Right, Virginia? Virginia says, no, a loofah is one's all stuck up and snooty. <laughs> I say, no, 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 that's a loof. Right, Thomas? And Thomas would say, uh, nope, uh, a loof is the top part of the house that covers <laughs> the chimney sticks out of, so on and so forth. Uh, so I will be the one who will say, I'll be the one to designate the next person. Uh, you guys will get a point for each wrong answer you provide, and I successfully guess. <laughs> this is the only game where I'm actually asking you for wrong answers. <laughs> I should I should kill. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna put. You know what? Let's let's not round to the full minute. I'm gonna give you three minutes and twenty two seconds on the clock. <laughs> uh, and let's start with. You know what, Chris? I'll start with you. Uh, hey, Chris. Um, What's that show where um, everybody knows your name and it like takes place in a bar with Sam and Diane? Oh yeah, um, that's where uh, there's a character who's a psychiatrist. Um, he lives in Seattle uh, with his brother and uh, and and his dad. And there's this British housekeeper. And uh... Uh, no, no, no. That you're thinking you're thinking of uh, Frasier. Uh, that's Frasier, right, Virginia? Um, no, that's uh, Frasier is where you keep all of the stuff that you want to keep cold, like the ice and your <laughs> frozen turkey and stuff. 
Uh, actually, I'm sorry. That's a freezer. I think you're in a. That's a freezer, right, Thomas? No, no, that's a white and purple alien that fought Goku and had a big long tail. Passed <laughs> out like a girl. Yeah, uh, close. That's a uh, that's Frieza. <laughs> I believe he's talking about Frieza, right, Chris? <laughs> Um, no, no, no. That's um, that's the band that sings that song about the sweater. Uh, their name is almost like they uh, they smoke too much, and uh, they, they uh, I think that's a Buddy Holly song with them too, right? Sure. Well, not quite. That's actually that's a Weezer, uh, right, Virginia? Um, no. Um, you're thinking of uh, George Jefferson's wife. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, no, no, that's wheezy. <laughs> right, Thomas? Uh, no, you're thinking of that thing that you pump and put air into a fireplace. Oh, what is it called? Uh, that's a... What is that called? Oh. I can see it! <laughs> Your pump is in my old Tom and Jerry cartoons. Uh, ah. Chris, what what is, what am I thinking of? What is that? What's that thing that he's thinking of? Um, I, I actually uh, no, no, that's uh, that's the things. These are the things that you um that that I, I wait. Okay, I'm gonna stop this for a second. Since you didn't answer, do I have to answer what he said, or do I have to be wrong? <laughs> Go either way. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna answer wrong. I guess um, it's it. That's that 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 big stand up bass that you keep between your legs and and you play it with a bow. Uh, multiple. Uh... <laughs> I don't know one that sounds like Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm missing it. I feel like I think that my answer, my wrong answer, is based on a right answer that is wrong. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No, I, think that I'm guessing, right. I don't think I'm guessing the right thing that Thomas is saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I killed the game. <laughs> all right. You know what? We all share the blame on that one. Uh, Except for Virginia. I don't think you did anything wrong. Thomas, <laughs> what was the thing? I don't know. I'm not sure what that's called. <laughs> no, See, I, I was thinking that it was a bellows. Oh, I think that's right. So, so let's see. Right, so, Chris, what was your thing? Cello. A cello. Cello, bellows, because I thought it was bellows. All right. You were right about cello, but... Yeah. Then you made you made me think that Bellows was wrong. No, Bellows is probably right. I just didn't I'm, get wheezy. I'm gonna Google it now. No Googling during the gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> but I have my computer right here. All right. I, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. All right. That actually could have gone a lot worse. <laughs> we went out had, had a pretty good clip for most of it. All right. Well done, guys. Final round. All right. Final round of the game, round three, not to be confused with. Fight! The game of improper synonyms. I will describe two things. 
which, uh, despite similar names, are in fact very different. For example, if I were to say, <laughs> sorry, if I were to say the chain restaurant that's recently been touting its burgers and downplaying its pancakes, not the first name of the serial killer Charlize Theron played in Monster, you would say IHOP, not Eileen. I'm just shaking my head over here. <laughs> wow. Oh, that makes me feel so warm inside. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. It started with Chris. I started with Thomas. Virginia. Yes. Step into my parlor. There's going to be a sign, obviously. First one to you. When two celebrities are in a romantic relationship, like Jay-Z and Beyonce, or David and Victoria Beckham, not the two types of electrical current or the band behind Back in Black. Um, a power couple, not ACDC? Correct. Chris, uh, this is one of those things that I started. No, never mind. I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> He's already apologizing. I, was, I think I'm in trouble here. <laughs> uh, five or more people engaged in a mutual sexual encounter. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Not to be confused uh, with when seemingly random people break out into an unexpected choreographed dance number. Oh my god. Um I I'm just gonna say what I'm thinking, but uh an orgy, not a flash mob. I know it's not right. That's Is that right? Right. Oh my god. Oh yes. flash mob. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you are too much, John. Thomas. Yeah. Someone at a workplace who speaks on behalf of the employees, not a person who would use a hose and a hydrant to extinguish a burning building. Uh, HR, not a fireman. Hmm. Not what I was thinking of. Anyone got something else? Could you say it again? Someone at a workplace who speaks on behalf of the employees. Actually, let me let me alter that a little bit. So, Thomas, I'll give you another chance. Someone at a workplace who speaks on behalf of the employees uh, and bargains with the company. Not a person who would use a hose and hydrant to extinguish a burning building. Uh, that be. A union boss, not a fireman? Not quite. Anyone else? I'll guess uh, a shop steward, not a fireman? No. No, I got nothing. A union rep, um, not a firefighter. Oh, uh, now it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, Thomas? I'm going to give you a half point for 
HR and firemen because it still kind of works. <clears throat> All right. Virginia. Yes. How you would describe it when too much fat or cholesterol can impede the flow of a blood vessel versus a bulbous vegetable whose heart is served in salad or as part of a spinach dip. <laughs> Wait, say the first part again. How you might describe it when too much fat or cholesterol impedes the flow of a blood vessel. Um, a clog, not an artichoke? Yeah, I'll take that. Clogged artery, not an artichoke. Ah. Hmm. Chris. Go for it. Someone who operates a large motor vehicle as part of a public transportation system, not someone who cleans off the table at a restaurant. Um, a bus driver, not a bus man, bus man, bus person. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I was thinking bus boy, but I realized that's inherently sexist. And I didn't want to be that. Good for you. I'm doing bad enough as it is. I'll give you another point for that. Oh, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Women can be buses, too. Sure. Uh, the woke bonus, I like to call it. <laughs> Thomas. Yes. Hmm. How your job records it when you stay home because you've got the flu, as opposed to the gunslinging dentist who hung out with Wyatt Earp. Oh. <laughs> Don't know the second part. Chris to steal. Chris. Sick day, not a doc holiday. Yeah. Uh, Virginia. Yes. A part of a tree that extends out from the trunk and that leaves grow from versus a measuring tool that is exactly 36 inches long. A limb, not a yard, no. A, yeah, limb, not a yardstick. No, a branch, not a yardstick. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken either. That's correct. <clears throat> Tree branch, not a yardstick. It's my preferred, but limb is fine. Chris. What an employee proverbially receives when they're fired from a company, as opposed to the type of underwear and night clothes you find in Victoria's Secret. Um, hmm. I'm just going to not overthink it like you always advise. Um, severance not to be confused with lingerie. No. Virginia. I didn't, I didn't think so. Virginia. A uh, pink slip, not lingerie. That's it. Oh. All right, Thomas, last one goes to you. The snuggly position when one person lays behind another and both people have their legs slightly bent. Not to be confused with what a foul-mouthed person would call intercourse on the TV show The Good Place. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've seen it. I haven't. 
uh, booning, not forking. Correct. <laughs> nice. All right. Give me a second to total and subtract for round two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Final scores. Oh, wait, sorry. Got your half point there, Thomas. All right, final scores. <laughs> yeah, make sure you count that. Yeah. Chris, 10 points. Thomas, 10 and a half points. <laughs> Virginia, 13 points. Yes. Well done. Oh, that might be my worst game ever. Um, might be, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and really, I mean, if you had not wagered, uh, you would have gotten 12 points. And if you had gotten those right, you would have gotten uh, 14 points. So yeah, in some you... alternate universe, you won. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Strange it for you. It's, it's, yeah. There's a possibility. One in like a lot of them. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, Virginia, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, let's do some pitch plug or promote. Um, you can find me right here on the Cosmic Potato Network at CosmicPotato.com. I do a podcast with my boyfriend, Shane, called Wait You've Never Seen, where we uh, talk about movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. Cool. Chris. Um, you can hear me on the Cosmic Potato Network when the various hosts of the various shows are gracious enough to have me on, but when they're not, you can also hear me on the Quantum Leap Podcast. You can find us at quantumleappodcast.com. And Thomas. Sure. I'm an artist. I draw furry things and other things I want to draw. You can find me on Twitter at O4Mouth, O-H-F-O-U-R. And follow me there, or wherever you find me. As for me, you can find me on other episodes of Captain Game Show. Um, all of them, in fact. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of the man behind the curtain on this show. Uh, I'm also on uh, other shows on the Cosmic Potato Network, like uh, Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast. And often, but not always, on The Landing Party. Um, check out the other fine shows on the Cosmic Potato Network. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter, at Captain Game Show. Uh, just a quick reminder that starting at episode 61, I began the phase two version of the hidden game. Um, which manifests itself as little audio clues at the end of episodes. Um, if you are so inclined, listen to the clues, try to figure out what they mean, and uh, send me the answer. Um, if you're the first person to correctly answer um, the overall message, not just a part of the message, um, you will win a prize at the end of the year. Just like Thomas did. Um, I have heard, uh, actually I read it, that... Um, it's his most prized possession and he, to his children. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I wrote it down and then I read it, so I don't know how 
<laughs> how reliable that is, but I read it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you, players, as always, for joining me tonight. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Please catch us next time on another episode of Captain Game Show. <laughs> In a remote area of primeval rainforest, a team of young researchers. are about to meet a scientist. I am Professor Hamilton. With a secret. We leave in 40 minutes. Leave? Where to? Move out! Something's not right here. What is it exactly we're doing here, Professor? We're going into the uncharted territory. <gasps> I won't tolerate mutiny on my crew. You're getting an idea in your head. You shouldn't. The guy's insane. Gather round. Does anyone know what this is? It's a monkey skull. No, it's definitely not a monkey. Look at the cranium. It's like us. 1,800 cubic centimeters. Einstein. When did this creature become extinct? It isn't. I have uncovered a new species of primate, a completely separate branch of evolution. Instead of waiting for them to come to us, we've been going to them. Blood Monkey, the next step in evolution. <laughs> Excellent. Hello, my name is Archibald. The hidden game continues. Wacko. Yakko. Helen. Thank you.